Seasonal Bounty Podcast, returning for another weekly look at Victorian food marketplace in the coming week. Now, if you look at Seasonal Bounty on Instagram, you will see that on Friday I was lucky enough to get myself down to to the Queen Victoria Markets. And when I go to the Victoria Markets, there's only one fruit and vegetable gentleman I go and see, and that is Robert at Twinkleberries who is, as you will know, the only organic fruit and veg supplier at the Queen Vic Markets. He had lots of interesting things to show. First one that caught my eye was avocados. They were kind of a bit oddly shaped and still just $2. So they were the same price as they were last week, but they were not anywhere at the same size or quality of last week. So... This is the point where I should have said, hey, what's up with those avocados? Um, but did I? No, a bit of a dim view there. So that can be your job. When you get to your fruit and veg seller, what's up with those avocados? Get an answer to that because my sneaking suspicion is that we have had a year of avocado excess. We have had large good quality avocados for two dollars and under for a full year and i think what's happening now is they're hitting the end of those straps they're just trying to get rid of every little bits and pieces so they can just keep the dollar going till they, they plant the next crop to, to come through well, that's my second suspicion because i didn't ask the question did i but you will when you go in because that's part of the service your fruit and veg man gives you is that they answer those questions you have for them Okay, now, grapes are still looking good. In fact, I um, I bought a couple of hundred grams of um, They were really delish and very good. And they were going for about, I think they were going for like $8 a kilo. Now, they also had sultana grapes, which are a very small, I believe they're a very sweet grape for just $2 a kilo. Now, while we're talking about grapes, I think it's important for me to tell you that dogs are toxically allergic to grapes. It's not like when they have chocolate, it makes them a bit silly. No, grapes can be fatal very quickly to a dog. So that includes sultanas, that includes wine, that includes all of those things. Dogs cannot eat that at all. Not, they are toxically allergic, is what they call it. So that's a very heavy thing, so... Be sure that your kids know that so they can keep spreading the love to the dogs. Thank you. Okay, now the one thing that was outstanding quality this week was the plums. Now they had a good range of plums there. They had some beautiful looking red plums, which is what I bought a couple of. And I didn't just eat one after lunch yesterday. I more or less had a a degastery sensual experience with that plum. It really was an excellent reminder that we only ever sense our food through our senses. 
And what happened to me was, starting off with a visual sense, looking at it, it was a beautiful dark purple colour, a kind of purple of a leather that reminds you that why purple is a majestic colour. It is quite majestic and rich and honest looking colour, I guess. And then the thing that was amazing about these potato plums was the touch of the skin. They had that soft delicateness that told you that while the flesh on the outside was soft, there was structure underneath. To me, it felt almost like when you touch the fontanelle of a newborn baby. That softness, which is just kind of spooky next level. <laughs> to hear that said about a plum was like, whoa, that was a hell of a plum. And it really was. And as I bit into it, I was very happy to say, like I said, there was a good amount of structure to it in the sense that it wasn't just a mouthful of juice that was super sticky and that ran down your chin onto your shirt making a big mess. No, it was like a good body of fruit that as you bit into it, it released more of that rich juice. So not sickly sweet, but really rich flavoursome juice it released was the, the taste sensation I received from that palm. So the uh, pretty all-round experience. And... They don't tell me one thing is that the blood plums are, they're not just good, they are amazing. And I would like you to share me in having a degustory sensual experience with that plum. So what I want you to do is approach the plum like I did, using being aware of all your senses and ticking them off and say, okay, tick, 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 what did I get through that? Why was that interesting? <laughs> because that is how we experience all of our food. Now, also in the plum section, they had what they call candy apples. Now, I haven't exactly eaten candy apples before, but I have heard about them. My understanding is they are a, quite a yellow-fleshed, extremely sweet plum. Now, at 14 bucks a kilo, I'm sure you can get something just as, just as sweet for 14 bucks a kilo, but they must be popular because there's a reasonable amount of them there. Okay, now, broccoli was looking pretty good there at $5.90, which led me to do my calculation and say, well... Um, cauliflower must be about $3.40, but I was well wrong, wasn't I? Because it was actually $3.50. Uh, but anyway, that's some of the silly little games I play when I try and go to the market and get this information for you. Okay, now he also had some of his tomatoes, which are coming from Border Town in South Australia. And where I said, are these tomatoes ready for pulping to make, you know, not, not, you know how like, Italians like to buy a whole box of tomatoes and then pulp a lot of them and make their beautiful sauce for the whole year with it. He said, these ones, they are going to be, they are really delicious in a salad now. They're really good. Good texture and firmness and flavour. The only thing about they're not being suitable for pulping is that the, the seeds are still green. So there's still a bit of liquid that needs to go into a pulp and the seeds need to change so they become red and they can disappear. Whereas now they don't. So they're not quite ready. It's not that they're not going to be good for, for pulping, but they're not ready for it now. I think we're probably looking at at least four to six weeks before we're ready to go get a whole big case of it and go to town on that. Okay, now crossing the aisle to South Melbourne Seafood where I had a chat to Costa. Yeah, and... I was interested this week to make sure that the fishmonger was doing as much for you as he possibly could. So I asked Costa, what's your best fillet of fish? To which he very endorsed, happily endorsed, Flathead is our best filleted fish at just $45 a kilo is a really good price. Now, keeping them doing work for you, he also had rockling. Rockling's a good fish because you can get fillets 
up to 250 grams in size, which is a good male, adult male serve, or a bit smaller, say 150 for a female or a child. Hungry boy, for example, might have 150 gram. And so you get him to cut those fillets to your size. So you don't have to muck around and go ding, ding, ding. Oh, I'm going to cut a little bit off and put it with that one. Get them to do all that work and weigh it out for you so you've got it all sorted out. And you've just got to cook it as simple as that. Now, the other thing they had that was doing all of the work for you was the Queensland prawns this week. So they had Queensland tiger prawns that were $40 medium-sized ones um, and were cutleted, which my understanding of cutlets is that they have been shelled and then they've been cut in half from top to toe. So all you have to do is literally chuck them on a barbecue grill for 30 seconds on each side. And then, remember, you can marinate meat after you've cooked it, and it still works just as well. Now, stick them with the um, seasonal bounty motto of kiss or keep it simple, stupid. Well, let's just go for our kiss topping for the, the prawn cutlets. I think would be just a good quality olive oil with some finely diced coriander, and then if you need to, just a pinch of salt and a pinch of pepper. Should really make that an absolute delightful dish that you can just put on the table with the pair of tongs and people can serve themselves. All of the work has been done by the fishmonger down there at our Victoria Market Seafood. So that's uh, some good reason to head on down there and have a chat to Costa and his gents. So King Dory was just 25 bucks a week this week, which seems a bit nutsy crazy to me. Okay, so that I hope is giving you some real opening and understanding what's going to be happening next week in the Victorian food marketplace and can I please ask you to do one thing for both of us and that is to go and enjoy a prawn a plum as a gustatory sensual experience so live that plum through your senses and enjoy it like I did like that was a hell of an experience that plum and I want you to enjoy that experience because that's what food is to all of us it is a higher level object because we can live it through our senses which is a really beautiful thing so speaking of beautiful things make sure that you stay fresh and i'll have a chat to you again next that day good day Bounty of the season, get it into you.